Welcome to the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell your story. Allegra Sinclair is here to help you become the powerful woman you are meant to be. It's finally time to get unstuck and reveal how fabulous you are. And it's time for your host, Allegra Sinclair. Hey, this is Allegra. Welcome to the podcast. I've been thinking a lot over the last few weeks about intention, focus, purpose, fighting fear. Basically, fighting all the things that will prevent you from stepping into and living out your purpose. One of the things I believe really distracts a lot of people is too many options. Now, hear my heart here. If you have multiple talents, I know it can be really hard for you to figure out which one you want to focus on in this moment. I know that sounds weird, but I feel really sorry for people who are so good at too many things. I tell my brother and sister all the time because they are really smart, both of them, in a lot of different areas. So I tell them that I realize it can be really hard to figure out what they want to do because they are good at so many things, perhaps too many things. Who knew being really talented could be a blessing and a curse? But I think the inability to figure out what your highest purpose or skill is, or maybe it's not your highest purpose or skill, but the thing that you want to focus on right now, you know, picking one of the things that you're fabulous at to focus on. I think the inability to narrow that down is what prevents so many of us from doing so many of the things we say we want to do and that the universe really needs us to do. So I've been really focused on helping us figure out how we can find our lane. Do I know I'm in my lane because I'm doing something that seems easy for me? Or do I know I'm in my lane because I'm doing something that other people find difficult? Or maybe I know I'm in my lane if people are willing to pay me for doing a thing. So as I've thought about it, none of them is exactly it, but I couldn't exactly put my finger on what it is. So I'm on Facebook the other day playing and eating ice cream with one hand and scrolling through pictures with the other when something made me drop my spoon. Now, for those of you who are aware of my new boyfriend, Fitbit Flex, and our commitment to improving our health, I have not lost my mind and no, an imposter is not doing my podcast this week. It's not really ice cream that I'm talking about. It's skinny cow, but I still think of it as a treat. So full fat ice cream or not, it's delicious and it had to be something really big for me to drop my spoon and risk missing even one bite. So as I was cruising along Facebook, I had one of those divine appointments. You know, one of those moments when I said to myself, this is just too good to be a coincidence. I see you, God. I see what you did there. It was one of those magic moments when God wanted to let me know that he had his eyes on me. Have you ever had one of those? Aren't they delicious? It's one of those moments in which you know that several seemingly unrelated things are coming together to help you clarify a thought that you're having, to affirm a conclusion that you've reached, to help you answer a question that you've been twisting around, or just to help you underline a point that you've made. These moments emphasize and affirm what your inner voice has already told you. So a childhood friend posted pictures of her son's high school graduation. 
If you have a Facebook account, <laughs> I know you have been inundated with these pictures just like I have for about the last month. So I've been seeing these pictures and I really didn't take much notice of them. I mean, not to be mean, but I just usually don't click on stuff like that. I was amused in the moment that somebody I had played with as a child had a child of her own old enough to graduate from high school. Actually, she has more than one child old enough. It's a medical miracle because we have not aged a bit. So on her timeline, in addition to the picture of this one child's graduation, I noticed that she'd shared a video from another child. Now again, someone else's children's videos, not something I would usually click on. But this particular photo fascinated me because her son was holding a violin. Now some of you may know that at one time I was training to be a concert pianist. I know, right? Who'd have thunk? But I was one of those people who sat down at a piano at about six years old and just started playing a song I heard on the radio. I can still remember, I think it was Jesu, Joy of Man's Desiring. And I should just thank Mrs. Charlotte Gibson for recognizing the song when I breathlessly recorded it into my cassette recorder and played it back at Sunday school. So until I reached my sophomore year of college and got all distracted, I was training to be a professional musician. So I don't know if the fact that I could sit down and play that song is why I have a deep affinity or if studying music for so long is why, but I have a deep affinity for music. I've talked about it before. I can't dance to save my life, but I love listening to music and I really believe that I feel it on a much deeper level than most people. So I was intrigued that her son, Christian, is in a band and that he plays the violin of all things. And to make the video even more interesting, he was doing a cover of the Alicia Keys song, If I Ain't Got You. I love that song. So I hit play, and there went my spoon. Shut the front door. Okay, so you'll understand I'm going to include the link for his video right below. It's only 3 minutes and 41 seconds, so listen and meet me on the other side. So that was amazing, right? I was immediately sharing the video to my brother's wall, calling my sister so she could watch it with me over the internet. What really blew my mind was not just that he was covering a song I like, but that he was so completely, blissfully in his lane. It's pretty hard to describe, but it was a spoon-dropping moment. Those three and a half minutes were epic. He made something incredibly difficult look so easy. And watching that video taught me three things about how we can recognize when we're in our lane. When I looked at his profile, I noticed that he had a bunch of videos in which he covered contemporary songs, in addition to other videos in which he was playing with his band, etc. So he didn't create just one video for the giggle, he made multiple videos. It seemed as if he couldn't stop himself from making them. It's as though something inside him really needed to share his take on those songs with the rest of us. And I'm glad he was obedient to that prompting. So he can't not do his music. So clue number one that you're in your lane is that you cannot not do that thing. You can't keep yourself from doing it. You think about doing it even when you just finish doing it. So there's clue number one. You know you're in your lane if you simply cannot not do something. Second, what he was doing was incredibly difficult, but it didn't appear difficult to him. 
In fact, at a couple points, he was smiling and almost laughing as if he knew a private joke. <laughs> it's as if he was thinking, yeah, I know what I'm doing right here is everything. I don't know if you guys are paying attention, but I'm kind of the bomb right here and right now. Don't miss this because I am really incredible. So from this, I gathered he is really confident in his skills as he should be. And he was so enjoying what he was doing that his joy was obvious. I don't know him. I've never met him. So I don't know if he's normally more introverted and reserved, but mid-performance, he was neither of those things. He was in his lane. And I could feel that joy right through my computer screen. So clue number two that you might be in your lane is when you're doing that thing, your joy is so evident, nobody can deny it. When the joy you derive from an activity supersedes all other emotions and people are drawn to that, you might be in your lane. Finally, I got that what he did was breathtakingly, magnificently unique. Nobody else could do precisely what he did, the way he did it, why he did it, when he did it, and how. He did it. Now, my sister informed me that there are other people who have covered contemporary songs with an unexpected musical arrangement or instrument. But just because others are doing the same thing doesn't mean the result is the same. Did you catch that? Because that'll help you when you worry that whatever gift you want to bring to the world, somebody else is already doing. So what? Do you remember when David Cook sang... Uh, that bittersweet kind of dark version of Always Be My Baby on American Idol in season seven. It was show-stopping. Now, someone else had sung that arrangement before, but not the way he did at that moment on that stage while he was in his lane. Now, I'm not saying nobody else could ever make an unusual cover, but what I'm saying is that in the video from Christian, he was the only person who was able to provide his take on that song in precisely that way. So clue number three that you might be in your lane is that you've produced something that you know nobody else could have done in just that way at just that time. So I watched that video probably four or five times. Okay, maybe 20 times. <laughs> and it kept reminding me of how powerful it is to do something that you just know that you were put on this earth to do. So it re-energized me for my work around being able to break down focus, clarity, and the steps to figuring out what you really want to do so that you can show up and tell your story. Because I encourage you with everything I have to punch fear in the throat, but that isn't where the story ends. I want you to punch fear in the throat so that it will be silent while you show up and tell your story. It's hard to show up if you don't know who you are. And you can't tell your story if you're not familiar enough with it. So I hope you enjoyed the video. You could even make his cover the ringtone of your phone if you want. I'm just saying. But what I would really love is for you to think about these things. What are the things that you simply can't not do? What's a skill, an activity, a gift that gives you so much joy when you share it that it's like nothing else in your life? What have you created? I don't care if you created it five years ago or five minutes ago. 
But what have you created that was so you that you know no one else could have done it the way you did? Now, you don't have to share it here, but if you'd like to, I'd love to hear it. You can send me an individual note or you can leave it on the blog or include it in your review here on iTunes. Again, the important thing is not that you tell me, but that you have the conversation with yourself. Write it down somewhere to help you on your journey. Because as I have said before, I think our work is to identify what our lane is so that we can get in it and stay in it. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. Now you've been given permission to be more powerful and influence more people. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to AllegraSinclair.com slash iTunes and leave a review. It will help Allegra get the message out to more women that they can punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell their stories. We'll see you next time on the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair.